Welcome to another episode of the Big Bang Bear Podcast, and today is November 3rd, 2020, aka Election Day, and this is the last day to vote, but before I get further into that, I'm going to plug in the podcast that I had recorded from Halloween Day. Now, I will warn you, um, I think everyone that was on it was drunk, and it... (laughs) And basically, um, this was from uh, the small little Halloween party that I had on Halloween Day. At some, uh, Amanda and I had some of our friends over for the weekend, and I was joking about how we were going to record, and lo and behold, we actually recorded. So I didn't really go through much of it, but I'm going to put it up here right now. You're going to listen to it. Uh, if you want to skip it, you're more than welcome to. I'm going to put the timestamp for when uh, it skips over to, um, you know, today. So, uh, yeah, enjoy this drunk uh, special. Um, we interrupt this podcast to bring you a very drunken Big Bang Bear special. Enjoy. So, we are literally in the midst of recording this podcast. This is the Big Bang Bear podcast right now, and there's some of us who are not sober, there are some of us who are kind of sober, and then there are some of us who, I guess, are kind of sober. But yeah, today, there's another episode here, and I have a lot of people in the vicinity right now, so I'm going to try to go one at a time with these people, but right now, I got in front of me my friend Emmy, my bitch, my Scorpio bitch. You know, Scorpios and Aquariuses are supposed to be like the opposite, but if there's anywhere close to like a great friendship between an Aquarius and a Scorpio, it would be me and Emmy. Oh my gosh, she's hugging me right now. I'm really tall. Hey, yo! Yeah, yo, that was, that was very loud. Yeah. Yo, oh, by the way, um, yeah, we, you guys could talk about this right here. We are in the podcast right now. Yes, this is Zeke the Bear talking intoxicated, but we got other people in the vicinity. We're going to start up a conversation. We're going to talk about shit, talk about whatever that comes up. And yeah, this is going to be a very interesting episode. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. Um, yeah, this is going to be very interesting to listen to. Emmy, Emmy right now, she's eating her uh, spaghetti. That bomb-ass spaghetti that she made that was for Halloween. No, don't give me any food. I can't even think of food right now. If I were to put any more food in me, would be the empanadas. The empanadas, greasy, nice like a burger. Jesus Christ, those would kill you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where to even begin. There's, like, lots of, lots of discussion right now going on. We're going crazy. Emmy's eating her spaghetti. We got Keanu and Alex talking philosophically about Okay, life. you may not know where to fucking begin, but I know where to begin. All right, go ahead. Listen. I say life isn't just about physical health. It's all about mental health. I honestly think that, especially during the coronavirus, during all these holidays like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas coming up. I think that we, oh my God, we 100% have to focus more on our mental health. It's more important than ever, obviously. Honestly, and people are like, oh, like, you know, there's people selling drugs, there's bad people looting, shit like that. When I'm thinking, hold on, what about um, Goffman? And I believe uh, two other people have studied this um, sort of medical model of disability and social model of disability. I honestly think there was this one woman that created it, but I forgot who her name is. I'm so sorry, guys. But medical model disability basically says, okay, so let's say the example is you are deaf or hard of hearing. Okay, the problem is within you. You need to go get a cochlear implant. That's your problem. It's not our fault. It's your fault. Go fix your problem. But the social model of disability, what does that say that says just because you're deaf or hard of hearing, that doesn't mean that you are the problem. That means your environment is the problem, which means that 
we as the environment we are going to learn asl more we are going to accommodate things for you more just like how people accommodate handicapped parking handicapped ramps things like that they're saying the environment is the problem it, it doesn't matter if your legs don't work or whatever it means no like we're not going to blame it on you it's through the social mod of disability which means we are going to fix up the environment to make to acclimate to you to accommodate to you i honestly think especially with people that are judging the looters rather than judging the policeman or judging the policewoman or judging the people that are killing each other whether they're cops or not that are especially BIPOC, that means black, indigenous, or people of color, BIPOC. If you are BIPOC and you are getting killed or hurt or ridiculously arrested or getting ridiculed, prejudiced, discriminated against, I'm telling you, that is not fair. People need to step the fuck down their pedestal and they need to think of the social model of disability. Wait a second, let me step back on my pedestal, let me think hold on what has this person been through the problem may not be their personality the problem may be the environment that they were born through generational wealth is real people like just because donald trump is president doesn't mean he worked so hard to get there homie that means that his literal father gave him a small loan of a million dollars like what that doesn't mean, like, literally when he was a little baby, his dad put a bunch of estates under his name, which when, as Donald Trump was three years old, you can, you can literally look this up and credit me for that. You can look up credible research under this. As he was three years old, he already owned estates. He was already rich by, like, three million dollars when he was a little baby. I'm telling you, you have to look at life. You have to look at people through the social model of disability. Just because someone sells drugs, just because someone is black and they may have a gun, they may have a knife now. That's the biggest fucking thing. R.I.P. Walter Wallace. R.I.P. Jacob fucking Black. Was that his last name? Oh my God. Just because they had a knife, they did not deserve to be shot like that. They did not. You are a cop. You are trained to be in insane situations like that if you are not capable enough to be in situations like that then you need to call up a social worker a paramedic a psychologist a neuroscientist a therapist a psychiatrist to help you with that person that has a knife that you know maybe the problem may be as simple as hey that person needs their meds changed they need to eat a fucking sandwich they need to take a nap and they need to get away from that horrible environment that they're in again the social model Model of disability do not blame the person in, in blame the environment that they are in blame the low income blame the horrible treatment of community centers like ymcas like youth community centers for therapy Disclo self-disclosure is just as important as physical disclosure like to a therapist like a physical therapist like a regular family doctor it's just as important as when you go to your regular physical checkup every year you have to go to a therapist as well make sure that they know that you're okay or not okay because you know what you might be the next fucking person that has to sell drugs in order to make a fucking living because job after job after job they either keep discriminating against you or they're only paying you seven fucking seven to eight dollars an hour for doing the job of some you know fifteen dollar an hour manager or something social model of disability look it up please stop blaming the person start blaming the environment start blaming it's not again these things can kind of be hyperbolic and kind of counteracting but to be honest with you we blame the system, but it truly is the people in the system. We have to change each other's opinion of, opinions of things. We have to make sure that we don't just blame the system. We blame the people in the system. We say, no, the people have to change. They need to be younger. They need to be less democratic, less Republican, and more in the middle. Homie, it's not about Dems or Republicans. It's more about whose life actually matters. That's all I'm saying. Damn, damn, damn. Preaching.
like, left and right awesome. Emmy. That's my friend that Emmy that just dropped it down to the core. Crazy Scorpio bitch, but this girl, she she makes a great activist both in person and, and on social media. That's why that's why her and I connect so well is because we share similar views. We see the discrepancy in the social system. Everything with uh, gender wage gap, racial wage gap, uh, police injustice, all that. We see it very similarly. Like, Now, I'm not trying to say that for you who disagree are very close-minded. And I'm sorry if it comes off that way. But sometimes people live in a form of comfort where they refuse to deny. They refuse to accept the problems that don't even affect them. And sometimes you need to be able to accept even the problems that don't affect you because ultimately the people around you are the same people that could either be like bagging your groceries, pumping your gas, wherever, you know, whatever state you're from. They're doing things for you that you don't even realize. And when their lives are affected, yours will be too. So if you are in any sense have any form of privilege try to acknowledge that and don't see it as an attack toward you but see it as a, a learning experience something about something of growth where you can use your privilege to help others oh and here comes my friend mel hi mel hi everyone this is this your podcast is, yeah this is my podcast right now Hi, yes, podcast. I already mentioned that we're all not very sober or there. So if you want to drop any form, words of wisdom, anything right words here, of words of wisdom right here in this podcast, you what are. Is, what's the what's what's the rating here? Are we PG thirteen? Um, we're rated R. We're rated, we're rated R? TV mature. You can right. drop as many f bombs as you want. The you only opinion right on that really matters in this life is your opinion of yourself. People say if they're not fucking you, financing you, or feeding you that they you know their opinion doesn't matter but really you can fucking feed yourself you finance yourself and realistically you can fuck yourself too so if you're happy with you that's all that matters you know self self-worth is the best word don't let other people tell you how to live yeah also self-care self-care is huge huge you have to everyone has to learn how to treat themselves better True. True. The more the more you love yourself, the more you can love others. Can't water other plants from an empty pot. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that is so true. I'm gonna have another another beer. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm having people just stop in left and right here. I got Keanu right in front of me. I already had Mel speak. I already had uh, Emmy speak. So Keanu, we basically we're just dropping everything that we're feeling right now from our unsober state of mind. Is there anything on your chest right now that you want to get off that's been on your mind at all? What do you want to talk about? It can, it can even be something we just talked about. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Honestly? Like, for real, for real, like, I don't give a fuck who you are, what your gender is. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you claim yourself as. I love you. People love you. And the world is all about love. Like, if you don't love anybody, you're just sad. Like, that shit is really just sad. Mm-hmm. But then, like, at the end of the day, like, you have to be an advocate for yourself. Like, like nobody's going to love yourself like yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. I'm telling you that right now, bro. Like, literally, like, as a young black man in America, I have noticed... <laughs> Nobody's going to love yourself like you love yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to be your biggest fan. And it goes far deeper than that because here in this country, like, you can say, like, oh, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, what to you is not that bad? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like... What's you is not that bad. Is it your socioeconomic status is not that bad? Or is it like the the cards that you've been dealt is not that bad? To me, I'm not going to lie to you. I have been dealt a shit hand in life, but I never let that define me. Like, 
you can't let it define you. Like at the end of the day, like you just gotta, you just gotta really just like pick yourself up and be like, yo, like for real, for real, nobody is gonna help me except for me. So at the end of the day, like you are your biggest advocate, and you will help yourself more than anybody else will help yourself, and you know yourself best. And that's the thing, like, you know yourself best, and you won't bullshit yourself, you know, deep down. If you, mm-hmm. Even if you try to, deep, even if you try to, like, bullshit yourself, mm-hmm. you cannot, you cannot bullshit yourself. You'll know. You'll know exactly, you know, because you'll feel it, you'll feel it, exactly. you will feel it, bro. You know what those are called? Intuition. <laughs> exactly. Intuition, man. Exactly. And, like... If I'm going to say anything, is this, like, just love yourself. Really love yourself because nobody else is going to love you like you love you. And once you really feel yourself loving yourself, you won't need anybody else. But then it's like, it's crazy because once you love yourself and then somebody else loves you, it's like, damn, like, I love myself. And then somebody feels the same way about me they're gonna jump they're gonna jump off their planet and come into a whole different planet Mm -hmm. and accept you for who you are and that's just like honestly like that's just the raw feeling and like the intuition Mm -hmm. that anybody can conjure up and that's just so pure it's the beauty of love. It's, yeah, exactly. It's the beauty of love. Man. I couldn't have said it any better myself. It's the beauty of love. Like, you just gotta love yourself. Love other people. Don't spread hate. Because hate is just love and jealousy at the same time. It's the root of all evil. It is the root of all evil. Yeah. And hate, hate eats you up. It, it, I'm, I am a big, I am a inkling of that. Because, mm-hmm. like, I hated myself. For a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, like, I really can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, this shit is draining. What are you, yeah, what are you fulfilling when you, when you self-hate? Exactly. You know, like, you're, you're just, you're just, you're eating your own self up. You, you, and only you can fix that. You know? Exactly. You're, you're eating your own self up. And then, like, you are, like, you're just draining yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're focusing your energy all your power and energy into hate and that shit it's just such a negative it's such a negative connotation of what you represent honestly and then people are going to perceive you as a negative person and then you're just like oh like woe is me you know da 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 but mm-hmm. at the end of the day like bro like there's so much love out there and there's so much help that people don't really know about I'm just going to say like you have to really like indulge yourself mm-hmm. in love and in peace. Like I've I've been in hate. Mm-hmm. I've been in hate for a long time, and that is not the way to go. Oh, it never and, is. It never is. And like in peace and in love, like you just feel so much better. You just feel so much pure. You feel like your true self. You, you really feel like you can really make a difference mm-hmm. in other people's lives and in your life. So I just feel like just if you just calm down at the end of the day, if you calm down and think to yourself, like, look, like, I'm, I'm I, exactly. I'm worth it. I am a human being. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, no matter what, like Kanye West, yes, he's a celebrity, but he's a human. Mm-hmm. He bleeds just like me. His breath, his bro, his his heart pumps just like me. He walks just like me. He talks just like me. I'm telling you right now, we're the same. At the end of the day, that that's what all brings us back is to being human beings. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's just one like revolution 
to thinking like, oh, like this is this and this is that. Like, oh, this person is better than me. This person is like lesser than me. No, we're not. We are all equal people. <laughs> like, we are all equal. You know what I'm saying? We, we just we're just taking different paths in life. Exactly. That's what makes us different is the paths in life. The That's paths in life. It. That is it. <laughs> that is it. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know it. Exactly. Like we. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna respect anybody less. Mm-hmm. Or anybody more, because we are people. We're just people at the end of the day. Like I don't care if you're the president of the United States or you're a janitor. I'm gonna treat you with the same respect that you give me. We're just people, bro. Damn straight. <laughs> we are just people. Like, mm-hmm. it so. just. I just want to spread love, positivity. Like my my best friend, my best friend in the army, Malik Williams. This man has taught me so much, and he doesn't even know it. This mm-hmm. man spread love. Just wanted to have fun. Just the perfect, the perfect, like, like poster boy for love. And literally, like, this man got a special place in my heart. Like, Mm -hmm. this man literally was just like, when I got to my unit, I was like, all right, bro, like, look, like, this is what happened, like, da, da, da. And he was like, yo, look, this is how it is around here. But, yo, don't let this shit change you. Don't ever let this shit change you. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're human. You're human, bro. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to him. (laughs) So, moral of the story, self-love is the best kind of love. Yes, sir. And when you love yourself, you can love everyone else. When you love yourself, you can love everybody else. Shout out to my man, Leek Will. Love that man. Yes, sir. That's all I got to say. That was my dude, Keanu. That's Emmy's boyfriend. The girl who just spoke the first time. Her boyfriend is Keanu, who just spoke right now. And we still have some people that will be joining in. It's kind of just in and out right now since, you know, this podcast does happen in my office. And, yeah, so, so far I had Emmy, I had Mel, and I had Keanu all speak. I'm still waiting for more people to pass through. If any of you guys can help me bring anyone in and give their words of wisdom. (laughs) They're all getting all lovey-dovey in front of me. My goodness, good thing I have my own girlfriend here. Jesus. Emmy, go get someone. Whoever hasn't spoken yet. Um, but yeah, no, um, I'm so this episode just really entails a lot of people currently speaking their truth. You know how drunken words could be sober thoughts. Oh, Keanu, you can open the door. I, I don't know why they're closing it, but um, but yeah, drunken words could be sober thoughts, and sometimes we just all need to get something off our chest. There's always a lot to say. Um, we definitely had a good time for Halloween. We all dressed up and shit, but, um, we all got out of our costumes very quickly because we just want to be comfy and kind of, you know, enjoy the time we have with each other. But right now I told, I literally told everyone that we were going to have a drunk podcast and, uh, the episode, um, is pretty dope right now. I'm definitely publishing this. I'm sobering up as the episode's going on, obviously, but... I'm excited to have this out. Um, If there's anything you could take away from anything that's been said so far, I'm glad. I'm very happy. Um, I still have more people that I want to I want to have on this on this specific episode and kind of speak what they feel in the moment. So um, there's really no organization to this. Is it just kind of like a free for all right now? Um, This is not usually an episode you would get from me, but when you do, it's it's very special in the sense that it's it's just different. Sometimes when you go uh, over the same routine over and over again, sometimes you just feel the need to break away from that routine and do something completely different. So this is this is right now the time where I'm doing something different. I'm having everyone who's here in attendance at my apartment 
take a chance to kind of say what they're feeling in my podcast. So that's really it. Um, we're 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 still waiting here. Um, I still got Keanu in front of me chilling here, but he already said what he needed to say. Uh, I'm still waiting for my girlfriend's um, sister's boyfriend, Marcus, to come in. Um, I don't know if you'd want to get him, Keanu, but yeah, just say for anyone else who hasn't made it yet. But um, yeah, so I hope everyone's having a great Halloween. I'm hoping that everyone so far has uh, voted. If you have, if you're eligible to vote, if you're of age, if you're at least 18 years old, please make sure you're registered. Um, it's almost about too late, but you still there's still a chance. Be sure you're registered. Be sure you vote, because the importance of voting is to express what you want as an American citizen. It is a right, and it, it is in the amendments, the Ten Amendments that were made. Uh, you should definitely vote, because again, you want to live in a world that you hope to see better, and it's no better than using your voice by voting. And it's not just voting through the presidential polls, it's also voting through your local and your state polls the primaries, local elections, that's that's where it really all comes down to is local and state elections. Your state representatives are what represent the electoral college. That's why every vote you make is important. Not just through not just through popular vote, not just through the presidential vote, but again through local and state. And local and state is what'll get you to make your vote for the presidential uh, candidate more worth it because if you don't vote for local and state your vote for the presidential election won't be as worth it as you think it is but nonetheless your vote matters remember that no matter what anyone tells you you are an american citizen if you have the right to vote use that right and feel proud because the only the only i think my in my opinion the most patriotic thing or at least one of the most patriotic things you could do is vote so you do that if you haven't voted yet and you're registered go to your local municipal building call people call call the the county office find out whether you're registered find out whether where you can vote and you go in you wait in that goddamn line and you fill in that mail-in ballot and if you want to vote on election day, so be it. You do that just as long as you exercise your right to vote. Now, so far, um, I have another guest here. Just yes, I have my girlfriend, the love of my life, Amanda. Um, this is an open forum, so you can say whatever you want on this podcast. It can literally be as short or as long as you want. I know Mel, Emmy and Keanu already said what they wanted to say. Um, but hi. Hi. Hello. You are here. I would just like to say that I'm not as awful as Gian makes me out to be on this <laughs> podcast. No, I'm you're not. I'm actually really great. You you are really and great. And one day when Gian's not drunk, <laughs> I will come in and defend my title. Oh my god. Just me and him. <laughs> We're gonna go hand in combat. It's gonna be a good time. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so my girlfriend Amanda already said what she needed to say. Very funny. Um, she feels the need to defend herself. I don't know why. Um, our relationship is definitely not as bad as I make it sound to be sometimes. So um, don't don't worry about that. I swear we're doing more than okay. I'm still waiting for anyone else to come in and do their, their piece. I really want... I want almost everyone here to do their thing. Um, mostly, I don't think anyone else is probably going to speak. Nettie, would you like to say what anyone else likes to speak at all? You can speak about anything. It's an open forum. It's an open forum. If you want to, like, spread awareness for something, if you want to, like, you know, give a shout-out to someone that you appreciate or also give a shit-shout to someone who done you wrong, you can do it right here. It's not like they'll ever hear it. 
Um, yeah, I'll, I'll make some edits, yeah. No. I'll make some edits. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yo. Yo. Yo, yo, we have closets, you know, like seven minutes in heaven, we have closets. But, um, yeah. Hi, oh, now. Ch- Chuckles says hi. Hi, Chuckles. <laughs> Wait, you know who that is? Yeah, Chuck. Oh, Chuck. Freaking Char- um, Charles. Charizard. Charles. <laughs> I think Charles. he's in somewhere in the he, Virginia. He's somewhere out there right now. He's doing his Navy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's where That's suspicious. Anyway, he said he wish he could be here with you. Yeah, oh, man. That'd be cool. That'd be yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mel. Yeah, I'm now. Now I'm gonna go off about Mel. Mel yeah. is one of my friends who I graduated high school with. I have not seen this bitch in fucking almost five years. Five years. My whole time of college, I haven't seen her. I know. Yeah, you've been. You obviously you've been living your path in life, and I've been living yeah. mine. I was in college yeah. for a while. But we still hit yeah. each other. Oh no, yeah. Obviously, every year at least a few times we hit He's each like, other. Like, up. hey, you matter. We don't, yeah. we don't need each other. No. Like, I didn't see you, but, you know, call me if you need me. Yeah, and it's, it's, no, and it's been the same with, like, a few other people, too, but you're definitely one of the top three that I've kept Aww. in touch with, and I'm so proud to be your Gigi friend. Yeah, you're Gigi I'm, for life. Literally, you're the only person that calls me Gigi. Because, you know, you know, that's my sister's nickname. Yeah. I remember in high school, I was like, Gigi, yeah. that's what they call my sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, like, I'm so glad. But you're, 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 you're literally the only one who's ever called me Gigi. And honestly, I fully embrace it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But I, it's so funny because I, have, I had no idea you were Scorpio. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, I just kept thinking in my head, man, you had to have been something that is very compatible with an Aquarius, or there's just something about us that's very similar. And I don't know. I think it's just our energies in general. We're... I feel like Scorpio and Aquarius are two people, two... They're two whole different kinds, but... They're two whole different kinds of people, but they're both people that, um, you know, keep a lot of shit in. Mm-hmm. And we're very, we're very controlling kind of people in a sense. Mm-hmm. I believe that. So. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know, like, there's always a difference between Zodiac signs in terms of friendship and relationships. Yeah. Relationships is definitely a lot more, um, I will say, effective. Yeah. Aquarius and Scorpios in relationships, non-compatible. They, they will... I'd like to go on the record to say, I've been there, done that, non-compatible. Don't do it. Not recommended. They're, they're not. They're really not. Not recommended. Zero out of ten stars would recommend. Oh my god. <laughs> no, and, and Do you it, like trauma? If you like trauma, ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but for, in terms of friendship, though, there's a oh, lot yeah. more factors that are broad that make oh, it yeah. work. There's yeah. a lot more broad we're like, factors. We're like those friends. Like we might not always speak. We never always we're on each other. Mm-hmm. But but when it matters, like when shit hits the fan, you mm-hmm. need a friend. It's like. When we went and got ice cream and cried in the car for an hour, I remember like, that. I remember that. We and went. I'm like, you know, I lived down the street from that ice cream place that we went to. Really? I lived down the street from that. I live in South Fifth Avenue in in Lebanon, or at least I yeah, used to. That was one of my favorite memories. With I us, always and it was like so sad. I always see that ice cream place and I think of you experience. every time. I know, or the fact we like we both got those Taco Bell boxes and you like slammed <laughs> it. You slammed it. Oh, do you remember the time I almost passed out and had to go to the emergency room? No, I don't remember. Okay, so we we had a concert at a church. Oh, and yeah. I didn't eat the whole day. And I was like, Gian, I'm going to throw up. And the only time I was like, all right, I think I feel okay. As you were like, are you okay, bud? And you like patted me on the back and let me like rest on your shoulder. I'm like, I'm okay, I'm okay. That. And then I threw up and they took me to the emergency room. Oh my god. No, I don't know why the like you know how there's only specific moments you remember. I specifically remember the moment you felt sick and you rested your head on my shoulder. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. That was like the worst. It's <laughs> we were busy all day. We had to go yeah. we had to do like all these performances and everywhere didn't have anything I could eat. So I just drank water all day and that's why I threw up because I was um it was like Water toxicity. Like, I had too much water and not enough yeah. food. No, you can only have so much water before your body yeah. demands food. Yeah, and I kept drinking water and water and water because I just thought, I thought that's what I wanted. That's but. crazy. No, Man, the, the, the times we spent for choir, though, in high school, like, yo, Mr. Namoli, he fucking pushed us. Like, 
Yeah. He he was he didn't fuck around honestly, and I mean I was. We low key bullied him though. We bullied him, but we honest. we had a lot of respect for him for sure. We did. The upperclassmen had no respect for no. him, and the underclassmen. I remember that. Were almost too close with him. That's so and that's so weird because like yeah you have different spectrums. Yeah, it was like we were like a normal teacher level. Like we're I right respect in the you. We we're right in the middle. The people above us didn't respect him at all. And the people under us were like trying to be worship his best him. friends. Worship they him. They worshipped like, him. Like kissed his feet, and I was like, he's a teacher. They also called him dad. Like he's a daddy. I'm like, no. no. They would go to his house. Oh my god. And that I'm not gonna mention their name because it's this podcast. There's this girl, and she flat out was like, I'm in love with him. And I'm like, oh that's God. weird. That's suspicious. He only gets older every year, and it gets weirder. 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 And you I was like, can't. I don't understand the mind of a teenage girl. I think I was born a 50-year-old woman. Yo, yeah. I'm telling my, you. My weird. My curious. I'm telling you, some sometimes the, the way of thinking from, like, younger generations can be a little nutty. Nutty. Just and a little nutty. It's crazy how just a year's difference, a year's yeah. difference can impact, like, I remember when we were freshmen and it was like the seniors held so much weight. Like, we're like, oh, fuck, they're seniors. Like, mm-hmm. if they talk to us, they respect, like, big deal. And then when we were seniors, we ain't gotten a single well, lick of respect. And, no, if you remember, too, the, the time that we came in as freshmen, Miss, like, Mr. Namoli was just... Just out the gate. He, he was came a up freshman from the middle school as, with us. Yeah. yeah, he was freshman, too. And you, do you know the story behind it, too? Did he ever tell you? No. Okay, so basically... Um, Mr. Eck uh, was forced to resign for whatever disclosed reasons, yeah. which we both may know of, may or may not know. <laughs> and so, Mr. Namoli, Mr. Namoli was told about the job opportunity of being the high school music director by Dr. Bartley, right? Mm-hmm. And she was just nonchalant about it. She's like, "Oh yeah, we have this job opening, and you know, we were kind of gonna give it to you." And then Mr. Namoli was like, um, "Well, did I get the job?" And she just nonchalantly said, "Oh yeah, you got it. That's it. That was literally it." Like, no, no, I, I don't know. Department. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if there was an interview behind it. I don't know if he was just handed the job by Dr. Bartley, but that's basically what happened. Mr. Namoli told me this verbatim. He was like, she was nonchalantly just said, oh yeah, you have the job. Like, just like that. That sounds like Lebanon High School. Just like that. There was an sounds opening right. and Mr. Namoli was, I don't know if he was the only candidate or if he was the best candidate at the time. But when I found out he came up with us, I mean, I didn't know how to feel about it. Okay, do you remember him in middle school? So after yeah, that I teacher do. left... He was the one that got me into fucking the musicals. Like, Well, he, that's the thing. Yeah. I was like, no offense, Molly, if you're listening to this. I was like, fuck this guy. I don't think he'd ever... I don't think he was yeah, this. I don't think he'd ever listen like, to it. I was like, fuck this guy. He Because I remember the first day of class, and I get it. They're like, you got to be aggressive with your students. You don't want them to take charge of you. But I was with, you know... Like, it was me, it was all the bad kids, it was all the koalas, whatever. So he's like, I'll wait, I'll wait. I'm like, who the fuck is this gringo? <laughs> like, talking to us like this. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? So I didn't like him. Then we got up to freshman, and I was still kind of like a, I don't fuck with you guy in choir. My mom and me join choir. I would skip his class all the time. <laughs> so I really would. And he's like, we're not going to let this kind of behavior into chambers. Then a friend was like, oh, you should do chambers. So then I kind of changed my tune, joined the musical. And I was like, you know what? Namoli's kind of a cool guy. Even though he tries to act tough, he's a little bit of a softie. He is. He's a a softie. And then when we were in choir this for years, I was like, he lets these kids push him over too much. Because me, I'd be like, He was a pushover. Pushover. I punched one of those fucking kids in the head the way they talked. (laughs) But then by the time, like, we graduated, not in a derogatory way, I'm sorry for the listeners, but... They flat out sucked his dick. They were obsessed with him. The <laughs> yeah. kids were obsessed with him. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's just a teacher. But yeah. obsessed with him. Every kid that graduated under us thought they were going to be a music teacher. It literally went, you no, know, like, with the classes that, like, the class before us that were the Eck era, there was more disrespect there. And then with so us, disrespectful it was a balance. Him. Yeah, it was, it was balance. normal. It was, we respect and, yeah. you. You know, da 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 this, that, the And third. then the years before, After, l- lower than us then, the younger ones. Cocksuckers. Licking dick. Licking dick, dick left and right. Sucking the fart sucking out it, the ass. Making sure there's no cum left were, in there. Then <laughs> 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 I'm like, yo, yo, yeah. that's a fucking t- Why are you sucking yeah. dick so hard? They're like, they're like, mommy, mommy, dad, dad. I was like, 
Um, do you have a real? My Yo. father said, and I ain't even calling this boy dad. <laughs> you need to come off of it. It was so weird. Weird, bro. I remember weird. how weird it was when they call him Papa Moly, Dad. I'm like, no, no, Cap. Like, yo, I never would have thought. Look, I'm gonna speak on the name. There's an individual that still has Mr. Namoli as their motherfucking on their Facebook as one of their pictures. Oh my god. In their lineup from high school. That was five years ago. Oof. Oh my god. Weird. Yeah. Because every time I see it, I'm like, let it go. Let it go. Oh man. Time to let it burn. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Yeah, bounce. no, once once we once we graduated, I literally broke away from it all. Like I love the experience. I loved um, Oh yeah. And we're the, adults look, now too. Like yeah. we're I'm gonna be twenty three in two weeks. I can't be upset. I'll be twenty three in two school. months. Over high school, dude. Yeah. Like you had a lot of shit happen in your life past ten. So if you're still invested in shit that happened when you're eighteen, you got some emotional issues you need to move past. Attachment. Attachment, attachment issues. Attachment. Yeah, attachment is real. Like I literally have no attachment to the years of high school. Like, there's been very, very, very seldom times where I reminisced back to, like, the musical. And it had nothing to do with anyone around me. It just had to do with the pressure I was in. Life circumstances and all that. Like, I remember... Like, no one's like, hey, remember when I was 10? I'm not like, hey, remember when I was 15 and did musical theater? Senior year, though, senior year was probably the worst, but, like, the best time of my life in terms of, like performing and being the best that I could be that was my best year but emotionally inside like with myself that was the worst because that's where I went through my first heartbreak oh you remember yeah. that Mel yeah I, yo, I my remember bi- that my bitch has lost 40 pounds before the musical like I was like I got thinner because I remember how big I was for Kerchak and then for Aida when I was Rodame's like I lost 40 pounds um around November because that's when Nicole and I had broken up, and I was so heartbroken. I lost forty pounds in a month. It was wild. I didn't tell you. Sorry to the podcasters, but I was at a friend's house, and you know we were not necessarily doing illegal substances to anybody that might be listening. <laughs> but we were upstairs, and I walked downstairs, and Nicole was sleeping on the couch in this house I've never been in. You know, I was just like fucking chilling out, and I'm like. I woke up and said, hey, don't I know you? Because, you know, it's like three years later. I don't know. I couldn't. It didn't process. I'm him said, don't I know you? And she wakes up. She's like, yeah, I think we know each other. And then I ran out the door. <laughs> I ran out the door. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Because after all that shit went down and, like, you know, you cry in the car, whatever, I'm like, block, delete. Because, you know, I'm a hard, for my friends, I'm a simp. If you hate yo, them, I hate them. <laughs> yo, that, that is true. I remember Mel. No, I'm I, like, I'll fuck that bitch up. <laughs> I literally remember, like, whenever, you know, whenever um, uh, I had Nicole, like, all up on my social media, you followed all that. Yeah. And then as soon as her and I were done, you done. were with done. me. You were on the train with 100%. me. A hundred percent. Yeah, you were ride or die. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm a, a ride or die, die kind of friend. If you're here for it, if you're happy, if you love it, I'm here for it. I'm happy. I love it. If you're like, this shit hurts, it makes me miserable, I'm like, I never liked it anyway. <laughs> that's how, that's how is, it is. This is why Mel and I have been that's friends for so long. Like, the, the best kind of distant friends. Like, we don't even yeah. have to talk every day. We just, yeah. like, real nerds I'm a real. distant support system. I, so am I. I'm, yeah. a, I'm the same way. That's how I like my friendships. Like, yeah. distant. Like, we don't have to talk every day. No. But, like, you know, periodically. Just know you're supported. Your opinion matters. And I'm here mm-hmm. for all of it. Yeah. yeah. So, that was our crazy time at, uh, at Hi. Lebanon High School. At Lebanon High. Lebanon High, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. There's... Year old Lebanon. Man, those, those, those shits were the days, but... Shits I'm, and giggles. Yeah, but for... Glad they're over. I'm glad they're over. <laughs> P.S. fucking A. Glad they're over. Uh, we're gonna be 20 fucking three years old, bro. I know. It's... That's, that shit's you. wild. How long have I known you? Um, well, I think we started really getting to know each other on, fre- like, freshman year of high school. Freshman year of high school, because I was, we like, fucking in, 14 years old. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I Dude, like. I'll be honest. Wait, I, that's that's almost that's nine years. Gonna be ten years. Almost, yeah. You know, I Golly. first, I first, I thought you were weird because you always acted funny. In my opinion, like oh, I, uh, I'd like <laughs> to go on record to say I'm a hundred percent a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I'm but not normal. that was that was before I started being a weirdo myself, though. So I was yeah. like, I was. Normality I'll tell you, is a box people want to put. You the in. first couple of years of high school for me, like I was hella judgmental. I was very selective. But, like, I think being in choir and musicals also, like, like with how weird everyone was in their own way, it helped me then, like, be 
like it helped me be free to express myself in my own yeah. weird way and then i found out soon enough that oh my gosh i'm just like you guys like we're all weird on our own way and i shouldn't be as judgmental so low-key as much as i sometimes like got annoyed with you guys i actually appreciated i your was presence. heavily annoyed with the music department you know, you know, oh my god you know who you, you know remember, who really do you know how many times i yelled at the people in the music department I and don't they're know. like, no, you're not in charge. I'm like, literally shut the fuck up. You know, low-key, how much I hated some of the people from choir that I wish would just shut up forever? I and 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 you might have been friends with some of them, but that was, was just, I? it was, you were Edward Pierre. I absolutely hate, yeah. I oh, was not friends okay, with him. Okay, okay, you Edward were friends with him. Edward himself said, I said, I don't look people in the eyes that I don't respect. And he's like, you've never looked me in the eyes. And I'm like, let that speak for itself. Oh my God. Yeah, the, that that was just some crazy times. Like a lot of the seniors, I really didn't. He was friends with people I was friends with. There were yeah, I, I that I did see, and I don't know, just like I I saw all the bad examples and remembered not to follow them. So again, with the way the seniors back in our freshman so year treated Mr. Namoli, I was like, yeah, I like something uh-huh. in my gut didn't sit well. So I knew no. what not to be. And it's, when, it's not even like yeah. oh, that's your teacher, this, that, the third. It's just when your parent instills in you, not not just your parents, mm-hmm. just society, there's a level of respect you should give each person. Because I think so. You you realize that each person's going through shit. So when you give them a hard time, it's like, well, you don't respect that this person has a lot of shit they're dealing with themselves. So you geeking out on them and fucking cursing them out is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Like to be 17 years old yelling at a grown man about, well, this is not how this other teacher did this. Well, nobody asked how the other teacher did it. This is how this teacher's doing it. You know, I think that teachers are entitled to some form of respect unless, unless they prove otherwise. Yeah. So if they're a shitty teacher, then the respect is going to go down. But if you know there's something to learn from them or that they're actually not as bad as what they seem in hindsight, then it kind of works its way up, you know? Yeah, don't get me wrong. So that's what it was for me. Like for Mr. Namoli, I was like, you know... I, I, and don't, it, it don't get very, me wrong. It, I've been dickhead to Molly. <laughs> I've been a dickhead to Molly. I I've, I've, I've always. Oh, well, I'll say I'll always. I've always been the the kid to follow orders and shit because I, I you know personally, it was always neutral with him. And then eventually, when he just kept getting me into musicals and talking me into it, it was he, like, hey, bro. He, you know what I appreciated about him a lot? You know what made me respect him a lot was that every time I wanted to back out of something specifically with choir and musical, he'd always talk me into it. And the result of that would always make me feel better than what I thought. And I'm like, shit, well, I guess he was right all along. I just... He told me that too. He doesn't quit. He doesn't quit. He told me that too. He said, once I do something, once I commit myself to something, Mm -hmm. I see it through. I finish it. Mm -hmm. And there's many times I was like, I can't do this. I give up. I'm not good enough. I don't think I can do this. He's like, no, Mm -hmm. once you say you're doing it, you're putting your name on it, gotta see it through. And that's one thing I respect about him. A little bit of a pushover. Yeah. But that that guy, he is 100%. Once he said he's in it, both feet are in. And he's still it to the end. He's actually one of the few people that have actually helped me see my potential. Not just in um, performing arts, obviously, but... 100%. Just, just in general 100%. with being able to do what As you think person. you can't do. Yeah. You know? So he, yeah. helped, he helped me know that I actually can sing, you know? And I'm like, well, shit. You know, I'm not tone deaf or anything, you know. And, yeah. And I actually, I actually do love singing, you know. Like, every now and then, I'm always humming all the time. I'm like, you know, this is something I never... I, st- I still yeah. love to sing. And I'll say this. Namoli is one of the people, although he was a little bit of a pushover sometimes. He's <laughs> one of the few people I genuinely respect. He, yeah. Because there's not a lot of people I got respect for out here. And it was also very nice when he had to sing at his wedding. I will never that, forget that. That was an honor. Yeah. That Having Chambers honor. sing at his wedding. That was an honor. To be, to, I was to very find happy to enough be value in us that you mm-hmm. wanted us to be involved in such a detrimental <laughs> part of your life, something you're going to look yeah. back on, show to your kids. I was like, wow, like, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. I, I even still remember the interior of the church. I don't remember where it was, but... And I forgot the binder. That, remember, they made a special binders, and then they yeah. continued us. I forgot yeah. my binder. <laughs> Man. And then I accidentally ate these appetizers that weren't meant for us. Oh, my God. <laughs> In my defense, I was very we, hungry. Yeah, no, trust me. I would have the same exact reason for eating whatever's there, but... Yeah, I, I was, I, oh my gosh, food was like my life in high school. Like, I was that kid that had I know. a bottomless pit in the bottom of his you stomach. You were my favorite person to go out to eat with because you would yeah. fucking 
inhale it. And I was like, this is insane in my membrane. Like, this is fucking insane. Like, where are you putting it? I don't know. But I enjoyed that while, while you know. Before I finished one burrito, you would finish a whole $5 box from Taco Bell. Yeah, I was like, exactly. I will gladly pay for your food if you inhale it like people, you're speed eating. People literally would be willing to pay my food to see me eat. The uh, Gables the You don't Gables have to say for me. I've literally done it. Yeah. I was like, Gian, do you want my food? Please eat it quickly. <laughs> you know the you know the Gables were so intrigued when they bought me food the one time at McDonald's. I bought two McDoubles and a McChicken. And the way they saw me scarf it down. You eat it in two bites. Yeah, exactly. You literally I saw you ate the burrito. It was one, <laughs> two, and I was like, I'll literally buy you anything you want. This is amazing. <laughs> it's like a magic show. It's like, where does it go? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I'm but, gonna go drink more beer. Yeah, but that's really it. This podcast has actually went for quite a bit. This is actually the time limit because usually I like to make them at least 45 minutes long, and we've definitely, definitely surpassed gone that. Over. Um, I'm very happy that we actually got to reminisce about high yeah. school. The last time I reminisced this much about it, I don't think I ever have. <laughs> I'll be dead serious. I'm dead serious. Um, Especially with you, like I haven't reminisced with anyone that I can name. Like Mel, you are the number one friend from high school that I still talk to like i still talk to isaiah but like kayla's my closest friend mm -hmm. and we went to high school together i didn't really know kayla till we started working at the hospital together yeah i said hey don't know she's like we went to high school together and i was like oh shit she was a senior when we were freshmen literally probably. it's um i think she was two years above us but it's crazy to think that somebody i know went to school with us and i never we never were friends I mean, I think it's definitely cool. Like, we could always, like, you know, if, you, if you've never been friends with someone, like, during high school, and you could still link up with them after that, I think that's something really special, especially. 100%. Yeah. That means that I actually respect you as an adult, and I'm not just forced to be your friend because we're in the same building. Exactly. No, shit just yeah. clicks. And plus, you're both Scorpios. You both understand each other in a way that no, I wouldn't understand. I meant you. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, we're still friends, oh, regardless of, like, I'm not yeah. your friend because we're in the same music department. Yeah. Like, I genuinely want to be your friend. Yeah. I feel the same way. Mutual feelings. Very mutual feelings. GG. Oh, my God. We're so hugging glad. this out right now. Hugging this is out. very heartfelt. Well, um, we're going to cap it off right here. This has been another episode of the Big Bang Bear podcast. I appreciate you listening through all this drunken banter. And it's definitely been a hell of a time. Uh, I will have to edit this for sure. Um, obviously... The edits will be done by the time it's published. But thank you again for listening to the Big Bang Bear podcast. I look forward to having you on the next episode. Thank you very much and have a happy Halloween. Um, thank you for listening to this drunken special. And now we're going to be on the real shit. Alrighty. So if you ended up listening through that, I hope you've gotten some uh, words of wisdom from my drunk self and my friends uh, if you skipped over it then good um i guess it, i don't know i'm just <laughs> i've never thought i'd do something like this but here we are so that drunken special is out the way now you can revert back to it whenever you want and see how i sound whenever i am not sober so now moving on <sighs> man um obviously as i mentioned earlier it is November 3rd, Election Day, here in the United States of America. Not really so united right now, obviously. There's just a lot going on, and I mean, I think what I, what I really want to put out today is the importance of voting and why you should vote as an American citizen. And I think that, for one, your vote is is your voice and your voice represents your power which is what Kamala Harris said in one of the rallies and I really do think that those words really resonate with me because when you use your voice to speak um, you know vocalizing what you want it's showing that you're using your your power as an American citizen you're you're addressing what you want and that's always important no matter what you know those desires may be it's important to show that you have more power than than you think a lot of people here have a lot more power than than they think you can't let family influence you 
You can't let friends influence you. You have to find it within yourself to vote for what feels right in your heart. Don't vote because your family is either mostly Republican or mostly Democrat or all conservative, all liberal. Don't do that. That just that just makes you a sheep. You have to be authentic because it makes that's that's what makes you special is voting for what you believe is right. And obviously, everyone's always going to disagree with you no matter what. Uh, there's always two sides of of us like it's just like there's two sides to a story there's two sides to everything else um you know in life life is just something you have to make the best out of and by making the best out of it one of those things you could really do is make use of your voice make use of your constitutional right as a citizen to be able to vote um if you're at least 18 years old that is a start that's where you should definitely be registered. Also, happy birthday to all the people who've uh, had birthdays over the past week or even today. Um, I don't know if some who tried to register to vote have been accepted. I know there's a certain uh, timeline, but for those who do get to vote, uh, just as they turn 18 before um, elect, you know, before election day. Um, I really hope that you guys uh, really do use your your right as an American citizen to vote. Now, I know I've gotten a bit into that, but I really want to nail down again on something that I have mentioned a couple podcasts ago, and that is how important local and state elections are. They're very important because, uh, as I mentioned before, there's that tip of the iceberg analogy where you have the tip of the iceberg, which, which obviously you can see, and then under it is a whole lot more. And under that, those are where the elections matter most, is the local and state elections. The tip of the iceberg really is the presidential election, because obviously it's the biggest one. It's the one that most people put attention on, that put the most hype toward. But the real the real hype is what's under that tip of the iceberg, and those are local and state elections. Local and state elections are what's going to like build its way up to where you will vote on the presidential election every four years. That's why it's so important. And as you may know, you may or may not know, each state, depending on population, has a certain amount of representatives, and those representatives are what make up the electoral college. And the Electoral College is what ultimately decides who becomes president of the United States. So if to just kind of break it down for you, so if you vote within local, the local um, elections, then it'll lead up, um, you know, it'll lead up to, you know, whoever um, ends up winning. It'll then affect uh, who could get uh, voted in for state or maybe I'm wrong on that. Just vote local and state, right? So when you vote both local and state, especially state, it will it will help push for the representatives that will end up being part of the electoral college, which will then end up, you know, helping decide who the president becomes. So it, it really traces way far back from your vote in the local and um, state primaries and then it leads all the way up to the presidential election i may or may not sound like a broken record but um if it really doesn't uh sit with you like if, if you're not processing this correctly or if i'm not saying it well enough you just google it just google it it's it's very easy um i'm just saying this all off of um the top of my head raw knowledge and it's there's there's really not much more to say from there when you don't vote you give up your right to complain does not matter who you were going for mentally in your head you give up your right to complain and that's one of the most important things too about voting is that once you do that once you do your civic duty as an american citizen 
you then you then warrant you have the the full out warrant to complain as much as you want about the outcome of the election whether or not it went your way now if you didn't vote or if you will not vote you waive your right to complain and i dead will be that person to ask you that if you're complaining i'm going to ask you did you vote and if your answer is no it could go uh, several different ways one of them could be shut the fuck up or that's a shame because you just waived your right from complaining so you shouldn't be saying shit and hopefully next time you'll feel more inclined to take part in something that you could have been complaining about so do your best uh, in your best interest if you you know want to be that person it is very much in your best interest to do your civic duty as an American citizen to vote in all forms of election available local state and presidential I have I've done it so far um, I will say I'm gonna this is full disclosure I have voted in both local and state elections the primaries and um, in the last one the last presidential election I did not vote and now I've learned a whole lot from it I I very much regret not voting in the last presidential election and I'm making sure now that I I'm like I've already voted I voted early and I also voted in the primaries I made sure that I voted for what was in my best interest and most importantly I voted with my heart I voted thinking about communities that are having it as hard as the ones the ones that I've lived around or the ones that represent how I grew up as a person because my family my family's not well off my family did not uh, grow up uh, being fed a silver spoon and I want to be able to advocate and do th and, and vote for what's in the best interest for those people who are working hard to really get out of those uh, you know impoverished positions and life life is just a grind man but it's always a start when you vote for what you want and then from there you do what you aspire to do if you want to be an advocate social rights advocate you want to go out and speak to people see uh, tr try to help them find um their way of 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 a path on choosing what they want to stand up for because nothing is more authentic than when you know what you want to stand up for and standing by it with your heart now there's there's just so much shit going on and i'm telling you uh try not to let the media induce so much fear in you there is obviously a lot that's going to happen whether we like it or not um there's going to be a whole lot of divide and obviously this time will pass and it will definitely be it'll become part of history because this is what we're all a part of right now we're we are all a part of history we are a part of something that has almost that has probably never happened before from over a hundred million americans voting early have voted early to all the crazy shit happening with social injustice police brutality to the fullest extent with technology being as advanced as it is now with people being able to record everything all that all that will be part of the history books several years from now who knows when but i at least want to be able to live through that so then someday i can tell my kids and my grandkids hopefully what happened as well as not just how i felt but um, the change that we made as the people who who want to see change and the change starts with your vote so there's really not much that i want to add on to that i'm specifically dedicating this episode for the presidential election and part of the reason why i put my drunken special in there obviously is because there was some talks with uh with politics um self-love loving others loving your neighbor and I think, you know, it was a very good um, segue or maybe not segue, but a good plug in. 
And obviously, you know, there's some comedy in there as well because of, you know, how drunk we were. But you got to hear some of my friends speak. And I was very happy to have multiple guests on my podcast, including Amanda, which her and I will make our own episode at some point whenever her and I aren't super busy. But that's really all I have for you. Um, If you haven't voted yet, uh, please make sure you have vote. Um, That's if, you know, the deadline is uh, not passed by the time you're listening to this. If you have voted, um, you have done yourself a huge favor in many ways. You have the right to complain. And you have done your civic duty as an American citizen, uh, which is, I think, one of the most patriotic, if not the most patriotic thing you can do. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Big Bang Bear podcast. Look forward to the next one. See you then. (laughs) No, 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 no. Who's that Pokemon? John Cena!